Okay. Our event is starting, and I think that we're live. Let me know, Peter, when you see us pop up in the window. I got waiting. Do you think I see? Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. I'm rolling three. Hello, foreigners. You are here. It's another live stream, live transmitting from Luzhou, Sichuan, China. We are Uncle Foreigner. I am Emily. And that voice in the background is Peter. And our robot, too, is here. <laughs> um, it's been another week, so we're doing another live stream. We'll give it a minute before we hit go on our opening credits, just so we can gather our thoughts, gather ourselves. On other channels, there's Nick Nimes going live in 30 minutes. Don't change over to that. Don't watch him. Watch us. Because we're, we're here. We're here in China. He's in Thailand. Thailand is an easy place to live. That might cause an international incident <laughs> to say that. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm stepping away from this whole project. <laughs> um, so in this live stream, we kind of, I think our, our tech issues should have been resolved. I should sound normal pitch. Uh, I should be not lagging behind. We've got somewhat of a structure to talk to you about, so we're kind of excited. Structure. Just the outline what you and I talked about last week. A square? Yeah. Yeah, squares. <laughs> got squares. I'm going to shut down my window. Peter, you let me know if something happens mm -hmm. to the, um, to our stream. So far. So far. So far, so good. So far, so good. All right. We're still here in China. I'm going to hit go. Hit it. Mm, let me hit go again. Hit it. All right, welcome foreigners. You are watching the Hello Uncle Foreigner live stream live from Luzhou, Sichuan, China. I am your visible host, Emily, with the invisible Peter backing me up. Um, yeah, so we're here. Um, it's, it was a good week. We had a lot of work. I had a lot of work. I did summer camp this week, I started. And summer camp is fun, but now I spend all day with the children. I spend six hours a day. Hanging out with babies, which is a lot of hours in a day. A lot of babies. A lot of babies. Yeah, we have 16 right now. Two of them are twins. Um, double trouble. They are not identical, though, so it's... Um, so that doesn't count? No. <laughs> so the, the confusion factor isn't so bad. Um, and they have wildly different personalities, which... You know, twins are their own people, but I have met a lot of twins who 
you know, there's a whole branch of psychology, twin studies based on nature is very important to who you turn out to be. Um, but yeah, so I was at I was at camp all week. I had ambitious goals for writing and going to the gym as well for a couple hours every day, but that didn't happen because I was so tired. Um, I'm mostly full of babies this week. But um, let's start with some milestones, some channel milestones. That's the first. That's the first part of our structure. So this week, a lot of our videos cross the 50 views threshold. A couple from Teachers Exist in China, our web series, it's all web series, our series on teaching English in China. If you want to, go check that out. We spent one week madly putting together everything we know about teaching in China, which is quite a lot because we've been here for coming up on eight years this fall, I think. Starting eight years, starting year eight next fall. Um, but so it's almost two hours of content of what it's like to live and work in China. Um, as us. As us. You want to be us. <laughs> no, but I give, I give advice from the perspective of other people too. No, I give advice from my perspective, but I let you know, like, what are my goals? And so a job like this, I don't know. I, I'm, it's good. You should check it out. Don't listen to Peter. <laughs> what? It's, it's. We want to coach people how to be exactly like us. Well, that was always my dream. Army of Emily. But now I, now I want to be the only one. So, what am I talking about? Oh, milestones. <laughs> the structure is new. Um, so, we, yeah, we crossed, a lot of our videos crossed 50 views. Work permit is up to 83, which is still our highest performing video out there. Our latest video, Countryside in China, is has 10 comments on it, which is the most comments. I mean, half of that is us because we do reply in the comments most of the time. I am not great at social media, so Peter has to remind me, uh, hey, you should talk back to people when they talk to you. Hey, Uncle Foreigner. Hey, Uncle Foreigner. So if you leave a comment, I will probably talk back to you in a day or two <laughs> <laughs> while I get used to actually responding to people on the internet. Um... So I guess let's segue into our this week's videos. We had two. We had an Uncle Shorts on Tuesday, which was um, a Taobao scam that we had recently come across. So check that out. See what you got to watch out for. What, what do you know about Taobao? Well, Taobao, is, you can buy lots of things on it. Some of those things are fake, but it's, it's a good, good place to buy your cheese. Fake cheese. Fake cheese. Although, not right now, because it's too hot and the ice packs that they pack it with melt. Um, so your cheese might melt on they the way. They will not deliver cheese or meat. Yeah, last summer we tried to order some hot dogs from Shanghai and they were like, it's too hot and, and the meat will go bad before it gets to you. Which I appreciated. Yeah, too hot, um, dummy. Yeah, but instead of just shipping us hot dogs because we bought them, it was pretty good customer service that they were like, don't 
We're, we're not shipping these right now. Should we ship these rotten wieners? <laughs> but Taobao was a lot of fun to film. We actually filmed it right after the live stream last week, which I had forgotten that we were going to do. So I talked for an hour in the live stream, and then I was like, okay, so let's go to bed. And Peter's like, no, we have to do Taobao. So I felt a little punchy, but I think it worked out. You can watch the video. That's me acting. Point to the area where it might be. Uh. <laughs> the video. I have to stop looking at myself because that's being distracting. <laughs> All right. I shrank. I shrank myself, so I'm not looking at myself anymore. But another fun thing we did with Taobao is we used five or six cameras, which is the most cameras we've used in any kind of setup. Usually it's the, the basic three camera setup if we're doing multicam. We still have one more. We still have one more camera that we could have used. Yeah. But it was, the battery was dead. That's why we didn't, mm -hmm. I believe. Technical difficulties. Yeah. But Peter's been working a lot on his multicam editing, so he's he's just said, give me all you got. And we were able to get that kind of paranoid everywhere techno thriller viewpoint. The thing is when you start having more than three cameras, some of your cameras are gonna be in the shot. If you take a look at that video, you can see multiple me's. But I think that worked. That worked for, for the techno vibe. Yeah. That worked for the You're techno paranoia. Taobao was watching me and not sending me my action figure. So the if if you mm. were hanging on, yeah, to, where's my Colossus? We um, ordered a Colossus Marvel Legends figure, and yeah. the seller. My impression is was not not a bad actor, but just not a professional salesperson, and for whatever reason didn't send it. Um, maybe that he forgot or didn't want to part with it. So we canceled the order and so no Colossus for Peter. So back to Taobao. Back to Taobao. Back to Taobao for more shopping. What are, other, what are other things we need other than an action figure? <laughs> we got plenty of mustard. We got plenty of mustard. We do need some Tabasco. Um, but it is, I went and checked out a new import store in town today. It's nearby, and I was I was walking around outside, and so I was like, I always meant to go in here. So I went in to check out Hello Oyster. It looked, they have, we have TV screens in our elevators that show ads, and the Hello Oyster ad made it look like this huge store with all kinds of products, and it was like, I, I don't know. A big walk-in closet full of the same stuff that everybody has. Some kind of cookie, probably. Yeah, like cookies from Malaysia and Thailand, European chocolate, Korean skincare products, and a lot of wine and beer from the same distributor who's giving wine and beer to everybody in town. Um, so it was a little, a little disappointing. But then on the other hand, you know, we live in China and we're happy mostly with the Chinese products we get. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
except for cheese. We talked about cheese last week, though. There's the the embargo is means that U.S. cheese prices are going to go up here, but I think most of the cheese that Peter and I eat is from New Zealand or Ireland, so it's still expensive, but it's, most of it's, it's through pigs, anyways. Yeah, yeah. They're doing the dirty work. They're doing the dirty work. They're doing the import business. But we talked about cheese last week. We don't want to talk about cheese anymore. No, there um, But our other offering this week was the countryside video. Uh, this video, Peter and I used to work at a school that was at the edge of town, but was actually in the countryside. And out the back, out our back window, just like one or two bus stops down the highway, there's this, this little mountain. I called it a mountain. Mount, people from mountainous areas might not call it a mountain. But so one afternoon, one Sunday afternoon, we had nothing to do. So we, we always wanted to go up there. So we just hiked up there and took some video and hung out and, you know. So this footage is from that trip a few years ago. And Peter had originally edited it into a music video that, well, there was a music video, and there may again be a music video. It was the first appearance of the love theme from Hello Uncle Foreigner, which is an original composition by Peter, <laughs> our, our resident composer. And now with the benefit of a couple more years and experience in China, we kind of wanted to revisit that because we loved the footage. We loved our experience that day. We had a lot more footage too. And yeah, we have more footage. And more to say. And more to say. Well, that was that was the crux was that we had more to say about our experience that day and our experience in general with the Chinese countryside versus the Chinese city. And back in those days, we spent a lot of time out there. Yeah, we really did. It's it's weird because I. I feel like these days we live in a, such a modern apartment, there are all these modern, we live so close to the mall that has all these western brands in it. Cheese. Yeah, we have cheese, we have our, the bakery at our grocery store makes French bread, which none of those things used to exist, bakeries or bread or French bread. So it's easy to feel like the life we live in is not now is not that different from the life that we lived when we lived in the United States. But when we were living out in the countryside, that was that was access to a completely different experience uh, from our previous life. And, and also it's an experience that um, not a lot of expats that we've noticed seem to explore. Given that most expats, and correct me, we want to hear from... We want to hear from you if what I'm about to say is wrong, but most seems like most expats are concentrated along the coast, which makes sense because most of China's population is, is located along the coast. But the experience of living in Shanghai, I think, is much, much different from the experience of living in Luzhou, and both are different from living in the countryside. So we just wanted to, to share what we knew about that, to share what we wish we knew about that, and our our fervent desire to return for a walk, not to live, I don't think. 
because of that. It's beautiful, but I think it's very uncomfortable to live in the countryside. Yeah. It's definitely more comfortable to live in a city, which is why many Chinese are moving to the cities. Also, jobs. Still get a chicken, though. You still can't get a chicken. I saw a chicken today hanging out to, to cross the road. Check on Instagram. It, yeah, it, it really was waiting for... Instagram. Instagram. The crosswalk. <laughs> chicken cross the road. That's my joke that I'm trying to get to. <laughs> so that was this week's videos. Um, did I leave anything out? That was kind of the, the backstage there. Sure. I guess if you really want some backstage tidbit. So we have made a couple videos with some archive, ar archival footage that, you know, we, re re we revisit and re-edit and re-narrate. But usually the way that we do it is Peter puts the footage together and then I write a narration to that footage, which has worked in the past. You can see... Stone Sea, we we put together that way, and it does require. Um, you could have a game. Oh yeah, you could have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> Except that. It, okay. It's not fun. <laughs> Except that it's not fun. Guess the ending. <laughs> the what the challenge of that for me is that I have to fit the story into a certain time to go with. The, the visuals, which means sometimes I have to explain in a sentence something that, were I given free reign, I would have taken a couple paragraphs to talk about, and vice versa. So this time, we switched, and I wrote the narration first, and Peter had to edit to fit my timing, which he said was a challenge. Challenging, challenging pants. <laughs> this is what he's into. Um, which is not to say... Oh, it's so easy to write like that, but it is, um, I get to focus on different things in my writing that way. I mean, it still took me an afternoon to write and then an afternoon to edit, I would and say. And seven years. And seven years to gather that experience. But so, yeah, that's just a little creative behind the scenes film school for you. I don't know what this is. This is my film professor. <laughs> um, is there any extra stories from, uh, I don't know, meeting the women out there? Meeting the women out there. I mean, that's... Did we cover it all in the video? We kind of covered it all in the video. There's no... Hamburgers. Yeah, we talked a lot about food. Why don't I have kids? blah de blah <sighs> There's a kid who calls me grandma at kindergarten. Speaking of not having kids. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. I don't think I look nearly old enough to be his grandma. Wow. He's pretty short. He is. I mean, he's he's three. That's a, that's a vantage point that anything that's over a couple feet tall is probably ancient. That's true. That's true. I could be a million for all he knows. Um, he just knows I'm not four. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's the weekend video. Any rejected ideas this week? Um, we kind of we have a leftover rejected idea from last week, which I just want to talk about quickly. 
Or slowly. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it comes out. <laughs> but we had on our schedule for like a month and a half. Recently, a month and a half ago, Pe Peppa Pig faced some scrutiny in the Chinese media world um, and the government world, which are one and the same in China. That's big at politics. Um, she was for a weekend knocked off, I think it was the social media platform, platform is what social media's nouns are. She was knocked off the social media platform Douyin, I believe, for a weekend, and then later Douyin denied it, or what, you know, blah, 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 blah. The pig came back. The pig came back. Peppa Pig is everywhere in China, and we... Well, let me set up for you. The angle I was going for is is to talk about how censorship works in China. What does a ban mean? Nothing is ever really banned. It's always kind of a guess. Ban on the run. Media itself has to guess what may or may not upset the Chinese government. So they set kind of stricter and stricter rules to police their own content, and then the government never has to step in. I'd, I had some sort of point about... This is why, I, for every week, for a month and a half, I was like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, next week, I'll write it for next week, and it just, like, it didn't come. And then I decided the things I said about censorship and media and self-expression and art, I said already in our hip-hop band piece, which also featured a Peppa Pig band, which was a different Peppa Pig band. This is now two times the, the notion of a Peppa Pig band has come up. They don't stop. But you can't stop her. Um, she's everywhere. But so we spent that month and a half taking footage of Peppa Pig in the wild. So we have quite a lot of... Pit we have quite a lot of footage of Peppa products at the grocery store, at the mall, on, I don't know if we got any t-shirts, but we got a lot of Peppa, so we may see that in the future, but I'm not, I'm not going to write that piece, because it, it just wasn't happening, and that happens sometimes. You'll have an idea, and it just doesn't, it doesn't work out. You got to trust yourself, budding writers. No one to push it. No one to say it's not working and step away. You gotta know when to hold them. That's my advice to you. Know when to fold them. As your film school professor. <laughs> one uh, to grow on. Yeah, one to grow on. So that's I, I would say that's that's the backstage business of Hello Uncle Foreigner this well, that's week. Great. Yeah, I, I feel like we brought you really into our world, the workings of Whoop Woo Studios. The whole hog. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this was kind of a milestone and a behind the scenes of both. Both our videos from this week are up above 40 views each. Maybe even 45? I forget now. Maybe. But the, both of them... Taobao reached above 40 in a few days, which is the fastest that we've ever had a, a video get that many views. Which, I know, small numbers, but we're, we're a small channel so still. Much. And then, 
countryside beat that record by a day. So that was that was really exciting that people are coming to watch our channel. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for watching. We do really appreciate it. We love making these videos. It's a lot of fun and, and very artistically gratifying, but it's, it feels good to know people are then also watching and liking them. So that's, that's great. Thank you guys. Thank you audience. Keep hitting subscribe. Keep hitting subscribe. Keep hitting like. Yeah, so that was, that's behind the scenes. Thank you for coming behind the curtain. Is there anything in front of the scenes? Let's see. Oh, we could do the, the weekly vomit report. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody vomited at school this week that I know of, which is how I like it. But I did have a kid meltdown. He's my favorite kid. His name is Darius. I gave him the name Darius after the character from Atlanta as played by Lakeith Stanfield, I believe. I hope I didn't mix up who's who. But um, Darius on the show is irrepressible and, and nothing bugs him. And Darius in my classes also, he just is so joyful all the time. Um, and also, I like the name Darius, so I gave him that name. But, so Darius is always, always happy. Except, we watched a video. You may be familiar with the the rhyme story, whatever, children's chant. Five little monkeys jumping on a bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor, and the doctor said, No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Then you count down four, three, two, one. No more monkeys. And kind of ruining the rhyme, but staying thematically appropriate. So this was a video, innocuous animation, very friendly. Darius did not like this video. And it, it ended, and he just looks up and said, in Chinese, because he is Chinese, I did not like that video. I want to go home. And then just was inconsolable for a good, a good long while. It was tough. Broke my heart because I love him and I didn't like to see him so sad. It was hard for me to, he's like, Emily, I need to go home. No, Darius, you can't go home. And I'm like, why can't you go home? He wants to go home. But, you know, I, I self-soothed by telling myself that this is part of kindergarten is learning how to deal with these negative emotions and if he grew up and went to a board meeting and something didn't go his way and he started crying to his boss that he wanted to go home I would not have done my job so my job is to help him self-soothe be okay with negative emotions and know that life will go on so that that was that but this was also the day we were doing water bottle rockets, which it's, it's kind of like a high school physics lab, but we just demoed it for kids and they loved it. We shot water bottles. They have a second floor open outdoor area, but we shot them too far and they went off the roof, which is 
hilarious but also terrifying because if you do remember your physics, the force with which it leaves the pusher plate is the force with which it lands, and actually it lands with more force because we are on the second floor and down outside is on the first floor. So we really could have hurt someone. We didn't. We didn't. Um, Science. But it was nerve-wracking. In that, so we did it in the morning with just my class, and then in the afternoon we did it with the two. There's two English classes. We did it together. So I shot some off the roof by accident in the morning, and then the afternoon teacher then also shot some off the roof. The first one we hear, Ming, Ming, which means, I mean, they were probably genuinely scared, but I think they were hamming it up for effect. But it is a situation that made me think, like, in the United States, our downstairs neighbors would have called the cops on us for doing this. In China, eh, it's fine. It's fine. But I was nervous about doing it in the first place, and then Darius was so upset. And I was trying to explain, Darius, we're going to do these water bottle rockets. You don't want to go home. And he doesn't understand what I'm saying, though. But I was just like, hold on, kid. I know you're going to have fun. And then he did. The kids loved it. I got water all over me. but It was hot, so it worked. It was hot, so it worked, yeah. Uh, And I wore my sunglasses because my sensitive blue eyes are sensitive in the Lujo sun. Which is good, because I really should have been wearing safety goggles, as should all of the children. Um, but no one got hurt. Yeah. Again, that I know of. We did have a, a, bo- a bottle go way off course. Um, and I'm usually pretty go with the flow, because that's how I've learned to adapt in China. But when one of the assistants wanted people to like be in front of where the rocket was going to launch, I was like, no. I was... Super safety mom. Mom. Super safety lady. Grandma. (laughs) Super safety grandma. I was just like, usually I'm just like, whatever, whatever you want to do is fine. Like, no. They cannot go in front of the rocket. They all have to be back here. No, you cannot take pictures directly in front of the rocket. Go to the side. And then I felt vindicated, but also good that no one got hurt. But we did have one go off course, so... Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. And that's the vomit report for this week. Um, yeah, so that, that's, that's really all I want to say about school. Um, but we didn't do a whole lot else besides go to work. I mean, I didn't. Peter, you were up to... Analytics, I think, all, re- all week. Analytics. Yeah, so you had a pretty busy work week yourself. Yep. Um, this thing don't run itself. <laughs> Let's think. So, next segment I wrote down was local news, but I don't know any local news. It's hot. It's hot. It's the hot. dog's socks. It feels like dog socks outside. It's so hot. Um, which, if you go outside, the streets are, like, empty, because no one's going outside. It's so hot. And that's, that's the local news. I don't know, it's 28 degrees 
Celsius centigrade. Oh man, this is embarrassing, but are Celsius and centigrade the same thing? Whatever, it's, it's close to 90 degrees Fahrenheit this afternoon. Um, and as sweaty as a sweat sock because Lucho is made of humidity. But kids are in the pool. Kids were in the pool. Who we, we didn't go in the pool, but kids were in the pool. And, uh, yeah. What else is going on in the world? Anything exciting? What's, what's, our, what's your Hollywood take? My Hollywood take? Hot take this week. There's no shows. There's nothing on TV, but we did watch the Netflix special oh. Nanette, which was a stand-up special by a, an Australian comedian named Hannah Gadsby. And it was amazing. It was so good. Highly recommended. Um, even, you know, she is nominally a stand-up. I mean, she is. She's a stand-up, but the, the special is about so much more. It's about storytelling. It's about identity. It's about how we as a culture, the stories we focus on are the values we adopt and why that's important then that not not only straight white men get to be the storytellers. Um, and she shared her personal experience as a gay Australian woman um, which Tasmania. was, yeah, was not easy as she shared it, but it was, um, it was really, really powerful, really beautiful and funny. She's funny. She's a, she's a supporting actor in a show we like called Please Like Me, where her character is very quiet and, and retiring and, and meek. And it's so subtle that you don't know if maybe as a comedian this is just her persona but watching her perform her stand-up show she really she really has a way of moving and expressing herself that i think she probably is a very talented actor as well um nanette we it's on netflix two two thumbs two up foreigners up the keys to the cheese house that's a that's an inside joke for Four people who are probably not watching in my 10th grade French class. They get no cheese. You, however, had cheese. Did I? Didn't you? Maybe. Didn't you have Mexican food? I did, but I don't I don't think they put any cheese on it tonight. Mm. There was guacamole, though. But, you know, we've talked about avocados before, too. Mm. We really have three topics. Yep. Cheese, avocados, and babies. And babies. And TV. Four topics. Mm. Four topics. If you could have a show about babies eating, eating avocados and cheese. Yeah. Would babies like avocados? Well, here's, here's a baby fact. <laughs> um... As part of part of this full day kindergarten summer camp is that um, I watch the kids eat their meals, and so I get to see what they eat. And I knew this because I had see I during the school year I see what's on the menu for the kids, but this is the first time first time I've actually watched them eat, so I have visual evidence. One night they had liver for dinner, 
And another night they had this, it's a, it's a Sichuan specialty. It's made of pig's blood, though. It's like pressed pig's blood, which is, if you follow our Twitter, you'll know that I have vowed never in my life. I want to push myself to be less picky. I want to try new things, but I draw the line. I don't have to push myself to eat pig's blood. Other um, blood? Any blood. Except my own. Snake blood. Snake blood? Snake. Oh, snake blood. That's not really blood, though, mm. is it? That's Morrissey. I'm, I'm not taking opinions or advice from Morrissey. <laughs> I don't think he has a lot to, to say to my situation. <laughs> but no, the kids are, eat impressively well. They eat a really varied, fresh diet that is like it's things that as a child I would not have eaten and as an adult as an adult um, I still wouldn't eat and they were given the choice to eat it or not to right? yeah yeah they're allowed they're not allowed to eat nothing but they, if they have like on the day there was liver there was also two other dishes um, so if they didn't eat the liver and some That's of them why. didn't <laughs> no, that was not the day of pig's blood. It was like um, zucchini and some other kind of pork, pork flesh dish, to specify, not pork organs. But yeah, some of the kids are like, I'm not going to eat this, and they get a little plate to take the stuff out of their bowl that they're not going to eat. I mean, you, it's it's actually for, like, if we have chicken and there's bones, they put the bones on the plate. But if there's stuff in their bowl they don't want to eat, they can put it aside. They're not allowed to eat nothing, which some of the kids, because toddlers are like that, I guess, um, will have some days where they're like, I'm not hungry, I don't want to eat. But more often they're like, I'm hungry, can I have seconds, can I have thirds? Darius always gets thirds. He's a little chubbo. He's so cute. I love him. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very impressed with what these kids eat. It's and if you go back to our drink up Blue Joe pilot, where we discuss with some of our friends, both local and international, different cuisines that we all grow up with and what different cultures think is normal. I mean, I think it's adventurous, but they're going to grow up thinking these foods are a normal thing to eat, and, you know, good for them. Yeah, that'll probably pay off. Yeah. <laughs> it will. Are you being sarcastic? No, no. I mean, I, I think being able to eat a variety of... Oh, I just went to Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> being able to eat whatever gives you... Nutrients might be a valuable <laughs> skill. I was thinking more of like a meeting, <laughs> a, a dinner with your boss. But yeah, that's probably more like. Or think of how much further in your career you would be if you were eating blood right now. I can't really think of a situation where that's impacted, though. We'll see. I mean, I definitely have eaten stuff when we go out to eat dinner with bosses that I would not have eaten were there not bosses eating with us. Possible eyeball. But you are allowed to say no to brains. People understand not wanting to eat brains. Um, 
It's it's an acquired taste even in China, and some have not acquired it. Yeah, some locals don't even feel like no. Yeah. And generally, the people we work with and work for have worked with foreigners before and understand that. Um, Sweeney. Foreigners are not adventurous with eating. It's mostly burgers. Some would say the coming here is the adventure, but actually that doesn't feel that adventurous to us anymore either. <laughs> now it's just where we live. So there. Um, yeah, so that's, that's local news. Local news. Moving on. Oh no, that was entertainment. That's what oh. we were talking about. That Terrestrial was news? Terrestrial news. We're still here on Earth. The orbit is still regular. Um, the polar ice caps are still melting, I believe. I don't have direct confirmation about this, but, you know, I believe the scientists. I can believe you can fly. Nah, I'm pretty sure I can't. I was pretty... I was pretty cautious. We took some video of the pool today. <laughs> but rather than lean out the window with the camera, I used our monopod and fished it out the window so I wouldn't fall out. You're welcome. <laughs> Stay tuned. 28th floor footage. <laughs> we don't need a drone. We've got a 28th floor apartment. We are a drone. Flesh drone. Flesh drone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our composer. Are you my Jean-Baptiste back there? He's the the band leader on Stephen Colbert, I believe. Now I don't know if I got his name wrong too. Oh. Oh man. This live extemporaneous talking is tough. I've got to I've got to have a lot of stuff at my recall. You need notes. You probably need to do like little mouth exercises. I find it hard to open my mouth the whole way. Me, ma, me, ma. Yeah. Me. I don't know. I'm pretty good at the speaking part. It's just the the what's it say part. Me, me. I don't know. I think uh, that might be it. Forty-two minutes. Um. It's a good amount of time. Is that? Encapsulating an entire week worth of work in 42 minutes. Seems like a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, for a week where both you and I were just working, working, working all week. Mm. Um, that's the, that's the, the paradox that we're in of when we're, when we're working hard on our work. Nothing's happening. Nothing actually happens. The world goes away. Which I guess is why most creative people go through a, Production and then ingestion period. Cabin in the woods. I'd like a cabin in the woods. Well, I cover that <laughs> in countryside. I would like an expensive cabin in the woods with high-speed internet and a good air conditioner. Super fast. Super fast. 
I went running this morning outside because I've been running. I've been running at the gym on the treadmill, and I just hate the treadmill. Tell me in the comments if you hate the treadmill too. Don't tell me if you like it though, because I don't want to hear about that. Um, but the treadmill is so boring, and so I went outside and our. Like I said last week, our apartment complex area is very much trees and shady. And so I was like, feels cool enough. I'll just go run in the park instead of at the gym. And, oh my goodness. The park is shady, but then not shady. And it was so hot that it kind of turned into a footage finding mission rather than a run. I did two laps around the the small reservoir and took many breaks to take pictures instead of running. Um, you don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah, three kilometers in the, the hot, hot heat. That's pretty good, I think. Like a sauna. It was like a sauna. So now my muscles are nice and ropey. Or not ropey. They're tenderized. Keep drinking water. I am drinking water. Oh, we did have a day of beverages. I know I said we were going to go away, but we got to share the beverages today. Mm. Um, I have a well-known tea habit from Taobao. I like to buy all kinds of tea because I think I've said this before. I think it's Starbucks we talked about this. The Chinese mostly drink green tea, and I don't like green tea. I like English-style tea, which is actually Indian tea. Um, Our green tea here is so bitter. It is. It's very bitter. It makes for good ice cream, but it doesn't make for great... I mean, it makes... It's wonderful tea. It's just it's not to my taste. You put enough beans on it. But we had... My friend took a vacation... I want to say honeymoon. It was not her honeymoon. She got married, but then took a month-long trip with her girlfriends. <laughs> um, which, go go for it. You're going to be married to that guy for a long time. Go have fun with your girlfriends in Vietnam. So she, she went to Vietnam, and she brought me back some delicious coffee. So I made some iced coffee today. And uh, Vietnamese, yeah, Vietnamese style with with condensed milk. Um, and that was the beverage situation wow. today. <laughs> Another rejected Uncle Shorts. <laughs> Bonus. So on that note, I guess let's say, let's say goodbye. Yeah? Say Jen.